Welcome to A Priceless Perspective with the Confidence Coach, Dr. Nicole Steele. This power-packed podcast was designed for ladies and leaders who are ready to unveil their purpose, unpack their potential, and understand they are simply priceless. As an award-winning program executive, prominent advocate for women and girls, published author, professional speaker, and personal confidence coach, Dr. Steele brings over 25 years on the front line addressing issues that matter to ladies, leaders, and little girls. She is passionate about helping others uncover the beauty, boldness, and brilliance within as they walk with confidence and clarity in who and whose they are. From the classroom to the boardroom, Dr. Steele and her priceless posse of professionals bring information and revelation that sparks transformation in the lives of the listeners. Are you ready to uncover the true brilliance within and tap into your full potential? Are you prepared to discover and embrace the things that make you uniquely you? Are you ready to find your voice and walk at a new level of confidence without apology? If so, you are tuned into the right place. A priceless perspective with confidence coach, Dr. Nicole Steele is designed to do that and more. Now let's get the show started with your host, the confidence coach, Dr. Nicole Steele. Welcome to A Priceless Perspective. I am your hostess, Dr. Nicole Steele, the Confidence Coach. And I am thrilled today to have as one of my guests, what I call a brother from another mother. I have had the pleasure of knowing this gentleman both personally and professionally for over a decade. He is a premier stylist here in Atlanta, Georgia with decades of experience helping his clients look magnificent. He has traveled abroad um, as an international salon educator. He is a Mazzani ambassador and was part of the BET college tour. He's been featured in several publications, including Upscale Magazine, Essence Magazine, and Salons Unlimited Magazine. And he was even highlighted as one of the top educators to watch in the Behind the Chair magazine. He's also been featured on television programs, including Atlanta and Company here in the Metro ATL. So I'd like to have our Priceless Perspective family join me in welcoming my brother, Mr. Virgil McDaniel. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for having me. And thank you to your audience for listening. Yes, yes, yes. So at the time, I'm not sure when our our listeners are going to be tuning into this podcast, but Uh now during this taping, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. We're here in 2020 in the middle of COVID-19. And here in the nation and around the world, we are on a a stay-at-home order, which is causing a major problem for folks because <laughs> people like you are at home too. We cannot absolutely into the barbershops and mm. get the and the hair done. And so <laughs> I've seen the memes, I've heard the struggle. I've gotten the yes. phone call from parents saying, what am I supposed to do with my child? Um, <laughs> in fact, I'm doing, my family and I are doing a time capsule. And okay. One of the things that was that I put in the time capsule, it there was a question that said, "What's the first three things you want to do after this is over?" And mm-hmm. I, I got to get the nails done, and I got <laughs> <the nails done. laughs> yes, that was that was number one. So <laughs> I thought it was fitting for us to have you as a guest because I know a lot of our listeners are like many are at home and they are really struggling during this time. They don't yes. have the convenience of coming and, and having people like you make them look and feel good. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to have this time to for you to share your expertise. But before we do, I want yes. you to share how long you've been in this field. I know the story, but <laughs> you to share with our listeners how long you've been in the field and what led, led you to this passion and profession. 
Okay, good deal. So I've been a licensed cosmetologist now for 30 years. Wow. Okay, so yeah, I got my license when I was 20 years old. I started wow. working in the salon when I was about 14 or 15. So I, you know, my family owned the salon, so I got into the family business. My sister actually brought me into the salon business. Wow. And what happened to me, I got an opportunity to meet Paul Mitchell when I was 15. Years old, I was 15, and it was he was doing a small class in Atlanta. He had just started his product, him and a guy named John Paul. Okay, so John Paul, this is the guy you see with the beard. Mm -hmm. That's John Paul. Paul Mitchell passed away quite a few years back, and wow. he was like a rock star to me, you know. And it was a small class, maybe 20 people in the class, and I was sitting on the front row, wow. and I said to myself, I want to be just like that guy. So that that's what sparked the passion in me for education and, and reference to being a hairstylist. And it sparked the passion for me to just wanting to create healthy hair for people and to mm -hmm. enrich people's lives with healthy hair. But that, that's what started me. That's what started me on my journey because I was kind of, you know, in and out. I was playing football at the time. I wanted to go to the NFL and that type mm -hmm. of thing. And, you know, so seeing Paul Mitchell, though, that sparked something in me. So, you know, that took, that took me all the way through when I graduated from high school and I went off to college and, uh, you know, did the college for a couple of years and I went into cosmetology school and uh, the rest is history. Wow. Well, I am grateful that you, you're definitely gifted. I, as I, I like, my people know, I, anytime I have any stage to grace or any red carpet <laughs> to go to any special occasion, just for the birthday, anything, you are my go-to. I, I got oh, you yeah. down and <laughs> you are truly gifted and blessed uh, in what you do. You. It's great to hear and, and I think it's important for people to understand the importance of what we call real models, not just yeah. role models. You could have been Absolutely. looking at magazines, but it was that encounter with Paul that, encounter. that changed the trajectory of your life. Yeah. And so we have the opportunity to look for those and to be that person for somebody. Mm -hmm. I think about Absolutely. you and all of the classrooms, all of the people who have sat at your feet over these three yes. decades. I mm -hmm. know that you, you know, you've worked with Mazzani, you've worked with other uh, fabulous companies over the years, mm -hmm. and you have gone internationally teaching people techniques yes. on healthy hair. So mm -hmm. who knows, 10, 20, 30 years from now, we may be talking to somebody who said, I was sitting in the front row and <laughs> McDaniel was teaching. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope so. Changed my life. That that is beautiful. So I know, as you said, one of your um passions is healthy hair. Correct. So now that people have all of this time on their hands at home, how mm -hmm. can people maintain healthy hair at home? Mm -hmm can't get to the salon or even even when the salons open up in between mm -hmm. on appointments what are some basic tips that mm -hmm. you give to listeners in maintaining healthy hair okay that's good and let me say this healthy hair is the easiest thing in the world to obtain what? we make it more difficult than what it is okay, okay. You know, that's there's a lot of information out there and sometimes especially in the hair game we get to be on information overload Okay, so I tell you, there are a couple of quick, easy tips to guarantee healthy hair. All right, okay. and number one is to simply shampoo the hair. Okay, right. simple enough. You have to shampoo it. Okay, yeah. and I think about the word shampoo, it's called shampoo. Okay, so if you think about it, you got to get the sham out so that you can put the poo in. Okay, oh. so shampoo is a basic cleanser. You know, okay. so because you know, a lot of people really aren't shampooing their hair today, or they're doing stuff like cold washes and that type of thing, which are all great. Mm -hmm. They have their place. Mm -hmm. But step number one is to create a healthy hair. Is you got to get the sham out so that you can get the poo in. So the okay. first step is shampoo. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. And so. So we're Virgil. Well, how often should I shampoo the hair? Okay. In the, in the classroom, I say this. I say, well, how often do you wash your skin? Mm. 
Ooh, that's what I, that's ooh. that's the reaction I normally get. I normally get a ooh from people, right? <laughs> it's as simple as that. So I ask ask the question. I say, so what's the difference between the skin on your arm, the skin on your neck, and the skin on your scalp? Wow. It's the same skin. Wow. Skin. Now, okay, of course, you know, somebody would say, well, Virgil, are you saying I should shampoo my hair every day? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But the key is you have to shampoo it. That's step number one. So when okay. people ask, well, Virgil, how often should I shampoo my hair? And I say, well, you know, once a week for some people, every other week, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, some people go weeks so but whatever your routine is get the routine stick to it but step number one is shampoo it okay. you have to jam out with this dirt and whatnot so that you can get the poo in which yes. is condition which is yes. conditioner okay. so so step number two is mm -hmm. to condition the hair okay simple as that shampoo the hair condition the hair that's the foundation of healthy hair. So I got a question about conditioning because I don't know where I, I learned this. And I don't even know if this is factual, but mm -hmm. someone told me that when it comes to conditioner, you should use cold water, not hot water. Is that right? Okay, so so that's a good question. So so what, what they're saying is, so let's say after you shampoo the hair, you know, mm -hmm. two to three shampoos is what we recommend. And you towel mm -hmm. block the hair and you go in with your conditioner. You mm -hmm. know, always comb the hair through, comb the conditioner through the hair. You're going to let the conditioner sit for a set amount of time. Okay. We always say up to five minutes, at least five minutes is the minimum. Mm -hmm. Five to 20 minutes. Okay. okay. Well, at least let the conditioner sit on your hair up to five minutes minimum to actually condition the hair. Okay. Right. So, so what they're saying is we're rinsing with cold water. So once you uh, once you have let the the hair condition, when you're rinsing the conditioner out of the hair, some mm -hmm. people we we call a uh, uh, lukewarm water or like a cool rinse. Okay. It's necessarily cold, but like a lukewarm or like a uh, a cool rinse. And what that does is that that closes the cuticle of the hair. Mm. The conditioner in the hair. Okay. So the hair will have more of a, more of a shine. Ah. So so when you're doing the conditioner, because I know some people have uh what we used to have growing up, the actual hair dryer that you could sit under, but a lot of people Absolutely. don't do that. So if mm -hmm. they're home and they're conditioning their hair for that five to twenty minutes, mm -hmm. you, do they put a shower cap on? Like mm -hmm. how they that that conditioner can get in and penetrate their hair. Good. So uh, 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 the best thing to do is to use the hooded dryer. Okay. A, a shower cap, a plastic cap with the hooded dryer, because that is going to infuse the conditioner into the hair the quickest. Okay. okay. So if you don't have a hooded dryer now, now they have uh, they have plastic caps that are chemical caps. You mm -hmm. can get those at the supply stores. Mm -hmm. You can use or uh, to let uh, let the conditioner process as well. And an mm -hmm. another thing you can do is you can steam a towel. Mm -hmm. Steam a hot towel. Okay, so this, this is how, so if you're gonna do the steam towel, you're gonna need two plastic caps. So after you shampoo the hair, two or three shampoos, condition the hair, comb the conditioner, put a plastic cap on the hair, mm -hmm. steam a towel, okay. wrap the steam towel around the hair, Another plastic cap over the steam towel, okay. and like that's it. That right. that is that's the makeshift steam treatment. I love it. I love it. So shampoo and conditioner that is basic, but it's not. Foundation. We got to get back to the basics because some people Absolutely. are not doing that. So when it comes to the products, because. Mm -hmm. I tell you, especially if you go to a beauty supply, I mean, even if you go to the local grocery store, yeah. choices are overwhelming. And mm -hmm. I know it's not a one size fits all because, you know, it depends on if your hair is thick, if it's if it's natural, if it's coarse, if it's 
curling, it's so many things, but what are some essential ingredients that people can look for regardless of what products, or maybe you have products that you recommend that you know work well? What, mm -hmm. what would you say in terms of product selection for people who are having to do it at home in between the time they can get back to your, your salon? <laughs> okay, so with products, that's a good question. That's a really broad question. Right. And then, you know, because I come out of that world. So I have a lot of this information flowing in my head about that. But the mm -hmm. bottom line out is you want to choose a shampoo and conditioner now. The new thing is a, a sulfite free shampoo and conditioner. So okay. Okay. A free shampoo and conditioner. And let me explain what that is. There's a lot of misconceptions about that. That is a conditioner and shampoo with low detergent. That's it. Okay. Low detergent. Okay, you know, it still have it still have cleaning uh, formulas in it, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have a lot of uh, high risk detergent, if you will. Okay, and what that does is they keep the cuticle of the hair in place as much as possible. Okay. Okay. Choose something with with uh, sulfite free, which is the 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 new greatest hot thing now, and it's it's the easiest. Uh, shampoo and conditioner to use at home because it's not going to dry the hair out. So it puts you in the safe zone, if you will. Okay. okay. So choosing the shampoo and conditioner that's so quite free, which is great. Mm -hmm. And you want to choose products that's high in moisture. You know, you want to choose products with stuff like with ingredients like coconut oil, uh, aloe, aloe vera, uh, what is it? Aloe, aloe vera. vera. Mm -hmm. uh, shade moistures and, and that type of thing. I mean, we can go on and on with that. But you want to okay. choose something that's number one, sulfite free. Mm -hmm. Two, something that's going to bring moisture and whatnot to the hair. Okay. Okay. And that's, that's pretty much it. Now, in reference to products, mm -hmm. uh, you know, products like Mazzani, products like Design Essentials. Uh, products like a firm, an Avalon. You have products like Miss Jessie, which is a good one. You have Shea Moisture, which is a great one. You have a Kara's Daughter, which is a good one. Uh, mm -hmm. Jane Carter, which is an excellent one. And all of these products, I've worked with them directly or indirectly, so I know exactly what's in them and how the products are made. And let me say this about products. Mm -hmm. The, the products that I that I mentioned are great products for a couple of reasons, but what the most important is they do a lot of research. Okay, mm -hmm. so there are a lot of new products on the market that are great products. You know, I mean, people are coming up with products that are super duper great products, but they have limited uh, uh, research that goes into those products. Okay, mm -hmm. so in other words, you know, let's say if you're creating a product in Texas. But you, you know, but someone in Michigan wants to use it, or someone in California wants to use it, or someone in Georgia wants to use it. And a lot of those products have not been tested in all of the markets in reference to climate. Mm. Like, for instance, if you're working in California, you're basically doing hair in the desert. Oh, so you're going to need things for that. You know, if you're in Georgia, you're dealing with humidity. You know, if, if you're in Michigan, you're almost in Canada. So you're dealing with zero, <laughs> that type of thing. So you want to choose products that are that are tried and true because those products have the research behind them. Because this is what happens with products. It happens to me all the time. Someone, like someone, a client comes into the salon. I'm like, well, what's going on with your hair? Uh, I'm using a new product. But what are you using? And they, they come, you know, and what happens is a lot of products, when you first use them, it really feels good on the hair. But you got to look at over a period of time. Right. So Rome wasn't built in a day. Healthy hair isn't built in a day. Healthy hair is something that you do repetitively over a period of time. And that's what creates the healthy hair. So you want to you want to use products that are tried and true. I mean, you can try the new products. That's great. But you need to understand that. A lot of the newer products, as great as they are, that they don't have a lot of research goes into them. So you want to stick with something that's 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 tried and true. That that's my opinion on that. Thank you very much. I think that's great. Um, now, sometimes when you go into again a beauty supply store, for instance, 
um, mm -hmm. with some of those products, those tried and true products that you mentioned, they will have everything from A to Z. They'll have the, they'll have the shampoo, they'll have the moisturizer, the hairspray, all of mm -hmm. that stuff. Do you recommend or does it matter if people, do you recommend they use all of the same products under a certain brand or is it okay to mix and match or is it just kind of a case by case basis? Well, that's, that's, yeah, it's a case by case basis. You know, we teach systems. I've always taught people to use things in the system from A to Z because, you know, the shampoo is matching the conditioners, which is matching the leave-in conditioner, which matches with it, which is also matching the other uh, oil sheens and whatnot, right? So that's what you get in a system. You mm -hmm. get, you know, what's in the shampoo is in the conditioner, is in the leave-in conditioner. So now you, we know for a fact you're creating this foundation for healthy hair. Okay. Well, okay. you can you can mix and match. Now, let, let me say this too, just mm -hmm. based on that. You know, there's there they have charts out now, like natural hair charts. Have you seen those? No. Where they have like the three C, the four C. Now, now those are really good point of references because mm -hmm. what that does is, let's say if you have a four C hair, which is really coily kind of hair, you know, they would give you a product. Uh, a product, uh, right. what, what am I trying to say? Yeah, subscription. I want to say subscription uh -huh. for each hair types. Okay? okay. So, for instance, if you have really thick hair, you, you should use a moisturizing shampoo. That's what okay? we have over here. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> so, 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 with your shampoo, so, so let's say if you're looking at Mazzani or if you're looking at Design Essential, you want to get just that basic moisturizing shampoo okay. okay all products have those and, and it'll say something like conditioning shampoo or moisturizing shampoo okay, okay. that's that's staple. okay so products mm -hmm. will also have stuff like a cleansing shampoo right or clarifying shampoo mm -hmm. or scalp shampoo. So that's totally different okay. okay so so just on a daily weekly basis Mm -hmm. Just to maintain healthy hair, use a basic, uh, uh, a basic conditioning shampoo or moisturizing shampoo. Okay. If you have a scalp issue mm -hmm. or something like that, of course you will use like a dandruff shampoo or mm -hmm. a cleansing shampoo. Okay, okay. right. So that that's how you that's how you do that. So if you if you got basic healthy hair. And if you're going to go into the store and if you're going to purchase a shampoo that says cleansing shampoo or scalp shampoo or something like that, mm -hmm. now you can throw the hair out of balance because you're giving the hair something that it may not need. I okay? see. It's similar to taking cough medicines when you don't have a cough. I see. Okay. Right. That's a good analogy. Okay. Now I know a lot of people I've, I've seen posts with people over the last couple of weeks that say now is, you know, they're transitioning because they don't have a choice. Now they're transitioning yes. into natural, into the natural hair world. And I mm -hmm. think there's a misconception. I think a lot of people, I, I, I think natural hair is wonderful. I tried to go natural because mm -hmm. I was under the impression that being natural would be easier to maintain. But I have very thick hair, very, very, yes. very thick hair. And it was a struggle for a sister. Yes. Can you speak to those who desire to get off the creamy crack mm -hmm. <laughs> and are looking to transition, but have struggles like I did, you know, who yes. are like, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm not cute it was not cute and so what what recommendations would you give what things should people consider if they do want to transition from mm -hmm. you know the traditional perms and chemical to natural okay and, and, and you actually said it oh you okay. said it first of all uh natural hair isn't the easiest hair to deal with okay so there's a couple of things we need to know just about our hair specifically okay our hair, for the most part, when I'm talking about African-American women, when I'm talking about you know, Hispanic women, I'm talking about mixed-race people, our hair is naturally drier. Mm. From the womb, it's dry. Okay? And, and that's because, you know, when the hair is 
curly. Let's say if you got hair, your hair's touching your shoulder, and your hair's really thick and it's really coily or curly. Okay, so everybody's got natural oils growing from the scalp to the hair. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if the hair is curly or coily, that oil doesn't get from the scalp all the way in through the ends of the hair. Mm, okay. That's just, that's basic science, hair science 101. Okay. okay. So with, with that, we're dealing with a canvas that is naturally dry. Okay. okay. So look at your skin. So let's say like, you know, ashy skin, like the skin is ashy. Mm -hmm. What happens is the outer layer of skin is, has, has raised up. And we use lotions and whatnot to do what with that? To to lay that down. Mm -hmm. Our hair is the same. So when our hair is naturally dry, so it's like, you can say like our hair is naturally ashy, if you will. Okay. Wow. So you have to use that. So that, that's just knowing that number one is the first thing. Because people tell me all the time, you know, I transitioned because I wanted my hair to be healthier. You know, but now, you know, the hair may be dry or they may be experiencing what they call the fairy knots on the hair and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. It's because now our exception of, of hair has to be clarified, which is natural hair is naturally drier. Mm -hmm. right? So I, that way, you know, that gives you a good foundation to build from. I see. Okay. I see. Mm -hmm. So, 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 like, for instance, like back when everybody was wearing relaxers, I mean, you know, we had people with healthy hair that had relaxers. Mm. Right? So, it wasn't necessarily the relaxer that was doing the damage. Because I ask people when I'm doing classes, if you're frying chicken and if the chicken burned, who burnt the chicken? Did the fire burn the chicken? Did the grease burn the chicken? <laughs> Did the cook burn the chicken? <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah. The from the chicken. So right. relax is the same way. So that were people that was applying it wrongly or whatever, 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 right? So, mm -hmm. so, but going uh, going natural is a great thing, but you need to know that the hair is naturally drier, which means what? Which means that you're going to have to do more work to the hair to keep it healthy, okay? Mm -hmm. so, so this is why I say about natural hair. Honestly, you know, you, you should shampoo it probably a little more often. Than you would with the hair, uh, with the hair being uh, relaxed, mm -hmm. you should condition the hair with the same intensity. Okay. That that, that if you have relaxed hair, and that's one of the biggest problems that I see. Okay, just to jump into that, one of the mm -hmm. biggest problems that I see with natural hair is people aren't conditioning their hair with the same intensity that they use when they had a relaxer. I see. I see. Right. So when you remember when, when people have relaxers, you know, you relax your hair, you let the conditioner sit for a little while and, mm -hmm. and you follow the ABC one, two, threes. But mm -hmm. with natural hair, you know, we're cold washing the hair, we're doing a lot of things. So we're we're making it's not ABC, it's A Z M P. <laughs> we're not we're not doing it in sequence like that. Right, right. I get it. I, you know, I... so the key with natural hair is. Use a good moisturizing shampoo and conditioner, shampoo, okay? Mm -hmm. Good moisturizing shampoo. Uh, you should probably, if you normally shampoo it uh, once a week, maybe you, if it's seven days, maybe you should go maybe like every five days. If you're used to doing it in two weeks, maybe you should shampoo your hair a week and a half. Because what's gonna happen is you're gonna need to bombard that hair with conditioners. Okay. And so, so the conditions that you use for uh, natural hair is you need to use moisturizer conditioners as well as protein conditioners. And Ooh. that's another sticky places with natural hair because we, because our, our thing is, is, so we say, okay, Virgil, so you told me that natural hair is naturally dry, right? So that means that I'm going to have to use a lot of moisturizer conditioner, right? Well, no, that's not right. Because so, so let's, let's, let's give you the hair, hair one-on-one. So your listeners, I hope your listeners, you got your pen and paper out so you can write this down. Right. Hair is made up of basically uh, 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 two, two layers. It's three layers, but we just deal with two layers, okay? Mm -hmm. We got the inner layer, which is the cortex. You have the outer layer, which is the cuticle, okay? Mm -hmm. Inner layer makes up from 70 to 90% of the hair. And the outer layer is 20 to 10% of the hair, okay? Okay. The cortex is made up of, of a protein by called keratin. 
Okay. okay. So it's made up of proteins and amino acids. The outer layer of hair is made up of, of basically moistures and oils. Okay. Yes, so when you're feeding hair, you feed the hair that what's more dominant in it, which is protein. Mm -hmm. So if you're only feeding the hair moisture, that means you're only feeding 20 to 10% of the hair. Wow. Okay. Which in the beginning, it's going to make the hair feel really soft. But over a period of time, you can start, it can start breaking or getting dry and that type of thing. Wow. So that's the foundation of thing. Okay. okay. So we're dealing with natural hair. We're dealing with a moisturizer conditioner shampoo. Mm -hmm. Dealing with conditioning the hair, you got to deal with protein conditioners and moisturizing conditioners. I got okay. to that down myself. Ooh, yeah. So a, a, good, a good way to do it is this. So, so let's say every four shampoos, I'm going to use the, the moisturizer conditioner. We're dealing with natural hair, right? So mm -hmm. every four shampoos, I'm dealing with a, a moisturizer shampoo and a moisturizer conditioner. So let's say on that fifth shampoo, I'm mm -hmm. going to use a moisturizer conditioner and I'm going to use a protein treatment. So not the protein every wash, but every four or five washes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So protein is like real food and medicine for the hair. Okay. And if you're doing it too much, because then too, we're talking about, we're talking about suggestions for people to do at home. Mm -hmm. right. So, so if they, if you go in too much with protein at home and not really knowing, you know what's going on, you know you can you can break the hair as well that way. So a safe oh. way to do it is, you know, four shampoos, regular conditioning, moisturizer conditioning. Mm -hmm. On that fifth shampoo, you're going to use the moisturizer conditioner, but you're going to use the protein, uh, uh, the protein conditioner. So when I say protein, so when you go in the store, you're mm -hmm. going to see reconstructive, reconstructive conditioners. That's mm -hmm. a protein conditioner. Okay. Some say protein conditioners, they don't really say it as much anymore. So you will say like reconstructive. So anything reconstructive is going to be high in amino acids and high in protein. So reconstructive, that's like, that's food for the hair. That's your hair food. Okay. Okay. So, so. So moisture, moisturizer, moisturizer is say like, let's say like if you use Vaseline, mm -hmm. opposed to using lotion, that Vaseline is going to make that skin pop and shine, right? It's going to shine in everywhere. That's what moisture does. Okay. okay. It's, but it's only on the outer layer. Right. Right. Protein gets on the inside. Protein is the real food. Protein is the substance. I see. Yeah. Well, that is a great lead in into another question. I remember my sister, um, my sister Felicia, she went to, um, she studied for a minute. She studied, uh, she's beauty con consultant and all that, but she studied, she went to cosmetology school and um, she talked about the importance of what we put in our physical bodies. Oh, Absolutely. You talk about diet and health and, and things like what we drink and how it affects our hair as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. That's the serious thing. Let me say, I had this written down. One of the main things you can put into your body for healthy hair is to drink water, H2O. All right. Yeah, you got to get that H2O because he, he, here's the deal. So we say, Virgil, why, why you say H2O? So here's the deal. Hair crystallizes in the blood. And that's, that's some chemical stuff or whatever. Hair crystallizes in the blood. Okay. So, and, and water, we know, help cleanse the blood, does it not? It does. So if that, if that water, you got to have that water flow going through. So that crystallization of hair is going to be on point. So that's foundational. Okay. okay. So, now, so now we also talk about fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. you know, but, but let me throw this in also because a lot of people now are going vegan and vegetarian, yeah. mm -hmm. which is a great, a great thing. So, so let, let me just give you a salon story. Okay. So this have, this was about probably around 2000. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I had a client, man, she had nice, she had really thick hair and when I was a little on the dry side, but she was coming in. So we was keeping it together. Keeping it together, hair was going well. Then all of a sudden, the hair started breaking off, just breaking. Like, oh God, what is wrong? I was asking, so are you taking medication? What's going on with you, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, 
at the end of the day, what I found out was she had become a vegetarian. Wow. Okay, which is great. But so, but what happens with that? Okay, so was that means she wasn't eating meat, which is fine. That's great. So I had to ask her. So, but we eat meat for what? Protein, right? Right. So right. you were replenishing the protein with the beans or something like that, and she said no. You know. Uh -huh. So she went to the thing, and the doctor confirmed what I was saying. So you, so you got to get the right things in your body. So even if you're a vegetarian, you want to eat your beans and whatever it is that's going to give you a full nutritional thing right mm -hmm. so but water what is key water is definitely key and the second key thing i wrote down here reference to the health what you put into your body mm -hmm. you have to know you okay okay that's a way to say that you have to know yourself right and, mm -hmm. and, and a lot of us don't in reference to the body so that means you need to take vitamins yes okay so you need to drink water number one mm -hmm. you need to take some type of vitamin supplement a hair skin and nail vitamin okay there's a million of them on the market you know mm -hmm. just just whatever vitamin that you're comfortable with whatever company that you use you know just mm -hmm. go with that company in reference to the hair hair skin and nail vitamins so okay. in reference to putting into your system you got to drink the water mm -hmm. and you supplement your body with some type of hair skin and nail vitamin okay oh. a lot of, a lot of people use supplements like biotin which mm -hmm. is, you know, but you know, a lot of the bites and supplements are really high in milligrams. You know, okay. want to kind of watch that a little bit, okay? Mm -hmm. Want to watch some because I've seen I've seen this happen, okay? So somebody start taking biotin and the hair's doing good. Ooh, Virg, I'm taking biotin. My hair's doing good. Thank you for the for the uh for the recommendation. Mm -hmm. But take it, 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 take it. And after a couple of months, you're like, oh man, what's going on with your hair? But did you, you know, what's going on? You're still taking your body. I'm still taking them. Well, how many milligrams? It's 10,000 milligrams. Oh, that's too much. That's too much. So this is how you do that. So when you use, because, you know, I'm saying it because a lot of people is using biotin. Yes. Okay. So if you're going to use biotin, that's great. Mm -hmm. do, do follow the instructions for about a week, maybe two weeks. After that, cut it back uh, drastically. Okay. okay. So if you Taking a biotin that's 5,000, 10,000 milligrams for the first couple of weeks. No, get it in your body because the body needs it. Oh, the body loves it. Oh, thank you for the biotin. Thank you for the biotin. Thank you for the biotin. But after a while, after your body, because biotin, a lot of these things, they act like medicines. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Once it's in the cut back. Okay. Cut back. Maybe take biotin once a week or something like that. So, so the key is in reference to nutrition, drink water. You got to get you some type of hair, skin, and nail vitamin, some type of supplement. Mm -hmm. and, and just with the biotin, which is a lot of people use that, just kind of watch that, stack it, and whatnot. Just watch how you use it. That's good. That's good. Ooh, this is good because I got some biotin down in my uh, cabinet right now. <laughs> everybody, got, everybody has it. Everybody, everybody has it. got some. Yes. <laughs> so I got I got a couple other questions for you. I, I'm thinking, you know, I I, I tell you, my mother back in the day, she used to rock the wigs, big wigs, curly wig, all of it. And mm -hmm. they have come a long way. She looked cute back in the day. Yeah. I'm telling you, the wigs and the weave game yeah. today is at a whole nother level. So I love it. I love how far they've come. And that has become a go-to for, for yes. people, you know? Mm -hmm. What would you say to people who are wearing wigs mm -hmm. but selecting the real hair on their head? I think oh, absolutely. You know about convenience. I love, I'm the first one to tell you, a sister loves convenience. <laughs> absolutely. But what do you do to make sure that you are still maintaining mm -hmm. actual natural hair, although you're wearing wigs or weaves? For sure. Let me say this. Convenience is a powerful thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that is what it is. I mm -hmm. get that. And like you said, I want to speak to this as well. Because you can get a, a, a nice wig today for $35, $40. Yes. Back when I, you were spending $100 for a nice wig, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. that's, but the key is, and when you was asking me the question, I was thinking about this old, this old thing that we used to say back in the day when I first started, right? 
healthy hair begins with a healthy scalp. Okay. okay. Healthy hair begins with a healthy scalp. So again, you're going back to what? Shampoo, conditioners, and whatnot. Okay. So you can't neglect the foundations no matter what you're doing. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. So 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 let's say so let's say I got a client named Miss Susan. Miss Susan, she loves she calls she call her weirds a hat. She call them her girls. I'm rocking my girl. <laughs> Right, she's rocking a girl, she's rocking a girl, she's rocking a girl. But if you're neglecting your hair, what happens is that this is what's going to happen you're going to be wearing those girls for the rest of your life because your hair is going to be going bye bye. Wow, wow, and I've seen it. Let me tell you something now. This is I got a little experience here now, so mm -hmm. I have seen it in my own eyes. If you do not take it, so it's like this. Let me say it like this. Let me say it like this, okay. So let's say I got on a shirt now, right? It's a black shirt. So let's say if I didn't take this shirt off for a month. Ah, <laughs> woo! Under, under my under my shirt. Well, let's say it like this. You know, I you know I played sports and whatnot. You know, I broke a couple of bones, which is what got me in the salon. I say I'm not going to the NFL. Maybe I need to try something different. But once you get that cast on your arm. Right, and you wear that cast for a couple of months, and you take it off. Your your skin is different, is it not? It is, yeah. And your scalp is the same way. You know, it's the same way. You know, so you have to take care of your hair under 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 your wigs. Well, what are you wearing? Wigs, braids, extensions, and whatnot. You have to take care of your hair. And let me say this too, because you know, we, we call wigs and weaves and braids and stuff today, we call them protective styles. I've heard, have you heard that. that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All them protective styles, but but this is why I tell clients. So so let's say if you got a, if you if you have braids in your hair, and let's say if you worn those braids for four months straight, okay. So let me tell you something now. That braid is no longer protecting your hair. Okay, that's a reverse thing that start to happen. We need to think about it like that. That's why I tell my you know my students when I'm teaching classes. If I didn't take this shirt off in a month, right, it's gonna be some things going on up under there. Right. Mm -hmm. That's just a so hair is the same way. Mm -hmm. You don't get from the foundation. So I started this interview saying, listen, healthy hair is the easiest thing ever to take care of mm -hmm. if you stick to basics. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? A lot of times it's like this. It's like someone trying to build a house, just knowing that times table. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're gonna build a house, you got the little geometry, you know, you got to build on it. So you got to stick with the foundation and you build A, B, C, one, two, three. You don't go from A to Z, then go back to M and then go to O, then go mm -hmm. Y. And, you know, it doesn't work like this. Because hair is a science. I, I, had, I had a term. I know I'm going on and on, but I, I, I didn't forget the okay. question. I had, a term, I had a term back in the day. I said, unlocking the science of hair, right? Mm. And why did you come up with that? Well, because hair is a, there's a science to it right and, and you know this science is abc one two three you can't you can't you can't mix the formulas you're gonna blow something up mm -hmm. okay just knowing that hair this shampoo conditioner treatment with oils and stuff where we, we didn't talk about oils and whatnot but that's that's the key so even when you're dealing with with uh with protective styles mm -hmm. great because convenience is everything yeah you know take care of your hair like I, I have clients who come to me, you know, they, they wear wigs and whatnot, which is cool, but they come just to get a haircut and a treatment, mm -hmm. you know, you can do that yourself at home. So, so if, if you're wearing a wig, still shampoo, still get yourself on a regimen. Okay. And mm -hmm. I, let me say this too. I believe in regimens. Okay. Now, you know, there, there are certain cultures, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. cultures. You have daughters. Okay. So, so yeah. there's certain cultures. Let's say if you started shampooing Victoria's hair on a Wednesday, Victoria mm -hmm. was hair on a Wednesday for the rest of her life. Okay, mm -hmm. so what, what's the point of that? Because it creates a regimen for your hair. When we talk mm -hmm. about like, I learned a lot about hair from people from India, from East Indian cultures. Mm -hmm. Those East Indian girls, they have the greatest hair ever. They must be good genetics. No, they shan't. Everything they do is 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 regimented. Wow. If I shampoo my hair on Monday, if my mama shampooed my hair on Monday, I shampoo my hair on Monday for the rest of my life. Wow. Okay. Wow. My mom, right? So you have to look at it from that perspective. I tell people this, and, and let me say this too. 
and, and I, I don't want to get off topic. Even with natural hair, put yourself on a regimen. I know it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, you got oh, this hair, this oh, hair is everywhere. But you have to be regimented with it, just like you regimented with taking a shower. Yes. Hopefully, these listeners are taking showers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're quarantined now, though, so I don't know. They better be. <laughs> That's the thing. So, 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 even with wigs and whatnot. And braids or extensions or whatever, those are great. But take care of your hair because I, mean, I have seen people lose it. And let me say this once you lose those follicles in your hair, it's hard to get the follicles back. Okay. And you can, you can use the follicles a lot of different ways, right? So, a lot of our people, we're already we're taking medication mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And we understand all of that goes to your hair follicles. It's just like you, know, you can do a drug test by taking out your hair follicles, can you not? Yeah. Everything in the hair. Worry goes to the hair, stress, all of that stuff in your body. That's why people, when they're going through stuff, they get what they call stress spots in the hair. Have you heard that term before? Yes, I have. Yes. I've seen everything go to the hair, you know? Mm-hmm. So take care of it. That's why, you know, I think, you know, hair, and then with our hair, our hair is so magnificent. Yes, it you is. Know? You you can uh, we call we call we call curl and textured hair, we call it art because you can actually build it up. I've seen mm-hmm. people make hair stand straight up in the air like a hair shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Put a helicopter on top of it and make it spin. You can do anything with our hair, mm-hmm. as long as you stick into the basics: shampooing it, condition it, in some type of regimen, some type of format, some type of get some type of regimen going for yourself. I love that. I love that. And that's great for the listeners who are tuned in who have children. You know, I love the the story you shared about, you know, just even what we're to teach our children and to set them up so that they can have a lifetime of healthy hair. You know, our children are watching us and they're, they're picking up our habits, be it good habits or bad habits. And so no what uh, texture a child has. You know, some people are under the impression that I, I hate, I hate, hate the term good hair and bad oh, yeah. hair to me the yeah, most. That's crazy. Yeah. The but, you know, no matter what kind of hair texture a child has, we have to teach them to embrace it, to love it, mm-hmm. and take care of it. Uh, yeah. And I think the, you know, teaching them a regimen even at a young age is the Absolutely. way I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in um in closing, I do have I know that you have two areas of specialty. Um mm-hmm. I know working on a system for yes. multicultural communities for people who you know mm-hmm. struggling to find the right product and the right system to maintain their hair, but you're also yes very gifted with the short hair. And I, I mm-hmm. that because I have the pleasure of doing life with your wife, Audra Mack. And I <laughs> is not a not a time that we are out in public where we don't get stopped and people mm-hmm. are asking her and complimenting her hair. She's got a short yeah. hair, always on point. And I tell her, you got to keep Virgil's cards on you because <laughs> billboard. not that that's, you know, what her purpose is, but I'm telling yeah. you so many compliments and people are in awe. So when it comes to uh, multiracial or multicultural people and systems, yeah. as well as those who might be, maybe they don't have short hair, but maybe... Mm-hmm is having them thinking like this might be a good time to do something different (laughs) what would you say to them because I Mm -hmm. had hair one time you didn't know me that back then but I had short hair and you got to maintain that too you do you got to maintain maintain short hair absolutely you you know short hair was like my first love I learned how to cut I cut my first haircut when I was 15 years old Right. Wow. So short hair is kind of like I learned to do it first. It was kind of my love. So I got into uh, when I got into healthy hair, they brought me into all hair, long hair and, and everything. Right. But short hair was my first love. The key to short hair is if you got a good cut 
it's easier to maintain. Okay. okay. So, so what I do in the salon, what I teach my students is cut the hair, even when you cut it short, so that the person can manage the hair at home. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a perfect example of that. Do you remember, uh, maybe aging myself, you remember the movie Boomerang with Halle Berry? Yeah. And Halle Berry, another bob cut. That's yeah. like the perfect cut because it's easy to maintain. And that, that cut is coming back in now, by I'm the not, way. It's coming back in. And, and, and I kind of get at your shortcuts now because of the natural movement. So a lot of people, you know, natural hair, the hair is long, and all of a sudden people want to cut it. Reverse, I want to cut it cut it off so i've been cutting so I've, I've been reworking my system for short hair okay and then and now the person you know they cut the hair short and they was like well let me put it with a little relaxing and can i brush some spikies so mm -hmm. it's kind of i kind of had to you know brush off my head cutting skills if you will but cutting was the first level i cut hair so that the person can do the hair at home that's the key Right, because I can do it, but I can do anything when it comes to hair. But you have to be able to do it at home. So, like I said, now I'm kind of you know, coming up with a new system of, of cutting hair so that you can cut it at home, and also the, so that the person can also uh, replicate the cut at home if they chose to. If they couldn't get in in the salon, you know, I could tell them well, you go A, B, and C, D, one, two, three. So that's so that's what's going on with the hair. I love it. I love it. And then what about our um for our multiracial multicultural sisters out there? Yeah, that is uh that is really something because you know for the past maybe five years I've been in that world, multicultural mm -hmm. hair world. And then from doing hair shows and whatnot, that, that's kind of that was my land that that's what I did. And and I, when mm -hmm. I realized I I just give you a short story. I had a client, I was in Oklahoma a couple years back, uh, uh doing a hair show, young girl, maybe 14 years old, she had hair. She was literally sitting on her hair, okay? Wow. When I blow mm -hmm. the hair, she was sitting on her hair. So but her mother, her mother was, was a Caucasian woman. Her mother was saying, my daughter hates her hair. She cries. She don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. When I got through the hair, that woman called me every week for a month, thanking me what wow. I did to her hair, wow. okay? So the key is you have this hair that's that can do anything that hair may be extremely coolly it may be curly and you need to know what products to use on it what products not to use on it and that type of thing so that's why i've been creating a system for them a lot of people with multicultural hair multi-texture hair they are afraid of moisturizers and oils mm -hmm. but moisturizers and oils are their friends you know yes. because a lot of these people are coming from two cultures Mm -hmm. So you have one culture you're trying to get the oil out of your hair. And you have one culture you need to bring the oil into the hair, right? Mm -hmm. So you got both on your head. So you mm -hmm. have to find the right combination for that. So I've been working on that big time for the last five years. And I'm about to roll out some really some good things about that. Uh, but yeah, racial hair, the key to it is to understand that there's two people inside of me. Mm -hmm. And my hair reflects that. Okay. Wow. So I definitely need to understand that the part of my hair that's curly and coolly, which is going to be the predominant part of that hair, mm -hmm. you need to fill the hair with moisturizers and oils and whatnot. So you got to take care of that hair, you know, just like you're taking, you know, you got to take care of that hair almost one-sided. Okay. You got two mm -hmm. grandmamas, you got mm -hmm. to take care of the hair. Based on which grandmother hair looks like, if you understand what I'm saying. That's good. And so if you have curls and coils in the hair, you're going to need to use oil treatments and moisturizer treatment. That is going to be your world. I love it. I love it. That is good. That is good. I am excited about all of the things that you are in the lab working on. So as we close, can you share with our listeners how they can connect with you, how they can follow you, how they can book appointments, those that are here in the Metro Atlanta area. But I know yeah. it's not just about being here in Metro Atlanta. I know that you have people that you're impacting all over this nation and world. So how oh, sure. can people connect with you? How can mm -hmm. they more as you roll out these systems that you're talking about and that you're working on? Share that. Okay. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at the V hair seven. 
There's Viz and Virgil, V Hair Seven. And on Facebook, uh, you can find me on the Virgil McDaniel. And my website is virgilmcdaniel.com. And my phone number is 404-604-9836. That's 404-604-9836. But, but follow me on Instagram because I'm, I'm, I'm unleashing a lot of what I'm working on now, specifically from, from the my Instagram account. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I am so excited. We're going to have to have you back. I know uh, oh, yeah. we're not going to be in this quarantine forever. Praise God. We're going to be here forever. Not. No, that's not the game plan. But um, you have provided some rich information for our listeners that'll go well beyond this time that we're on lockdown. This is going to be, this is life-changing content. So I thank you and you have an open invitation to come back as you roll out those products and systems. Um, <laughs> yeah. and for those that are listening, he has been my personal stylist for years. And so again, if you are in the Metro Atlanta area or perhaps you're somewhere else in the country and you're looking to shadow or to maybe have him come and to teach your, your staff in your, in your salon, your, your, the people who work with you, whatever, he is a brilliant brother. And so I thank you, Virgil. Do you have any you. comments for our listeners as we conclude? Okay, I just want to thank you, first of all, for having me on the show. Man, I've enjoyed it. The time flew by, right? <laughs> yeah. Some of the things that I had, the time flew by. I want to thank your listeners for listening. And listen, the, the foundation to hair is what? Shampooing it, conditioning it, get on the regiment. You know, that, yeah. that's one of the takeaways I want, want people to take. Even when, you, when you're dealing with your daughters, it's, it's magic about having that daughter sitting in between your legs and you're combing that hair out yeah. and you're putting them in that ear, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of old school with it. But create a regiment for, for yourself, create a regiment for your children so that they can keep that keep that going on and on and on. And they can teach it to their children. And I'm going to close with this. You know, I've been watching uh, Madam C.J. Walker's... Uh, a Netflix special, yes. okay. One of my heroes, yeah. and and her whole thing was this: you got to shampoo the hair, you got to condition the hair, you got to use the right type of oils and whatnot for the scalp. That was the bottom line for her, her whole thing, and she mm -hmm. created a whole. She created an industry for me, yeah. for people like me that's that's yeah. here to this day, with the basic foundations. Stick with the foundations, create a, a routine, a regimented routine for yourself. Because to me, hair care is self-care. Mm -hmm. Okay. So taking care of your hair, you're taking care of yourself. And we definitely want to pass that down to our children. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's that that's kind of the message. That, that's my Madam CJ Walker message. Okay. I love you know, it. Care is self-care. Create a regiment, a foundation regiment for yourself and teach that to your children so that yes. this legacy can go on and on and on. I love it. So you all heard it here on a priceless perspective. There is no excuse. Just because you at home does not mean that you can't do these things that Mr. Virgil McDaniel has, has shared with you. You can start this right now. Some of you have been crying about not having time and and, and not having the, the tools and the resources to take care of yourself. How about starting mm -hmm. right here? Starting right here. You deserve to give yourself permission, carve out time. And for those of you that have little ones around you, begin to model that for them so that Absolutely. they develop these strong and healthy habits. So again, thank you, Virgil. I appreciate thank you. you. And thank you for the listeners for tuning in to A Priceless Perspective. Again, I am Dr. Nicole Steele, the Confidence Coach, and we look forward to you joining us in a future broadcast. Have a good one. Dr. Steele helps ladies and leaders walk with confidence and shake off doubt while being reminded they weren't created to fit in, but designed to stand out. Do you have a product or service that you are interested in sharing with ladies, leaders, or little girls? If so, visit www.pricelessperspective to learn about advertising opportunities or being featured on the Priceless Picks portion of our show. 
Thank you for tuning into A Priceless Perspective with Dr. Nicole Steele, the confidence coach. This priceless podcast has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the Rough and Gym Makers, LLC. For more information on this podcast, previous episodes, programs, or products, or to simply join the conversation, check us out online at www.pricelessperspective.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real Nicole Steele and tell a friend.